Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know what makes happy hour happier? What? UV light. Yeah. That's right. We never knew what was going to be the best gift to give someone. You know what it is now? UV light. Right to disinfect everything. Yeah. The Black Friday special for the holiday season is on the clean phone. The top brand in UV sanitizing now offering their top rated, top selling, best reviewed wand product at 50% off and free two day shipping. I know you say wand and you think something dirty. Mm-hmm. And no, it's clean, it, right? I'm it's talking clean. 99.9% of bacteria and viruses kills it all in seconds, oh. right? I can, you can take it with you if you travel. I use it on my, uh, Amazon packages, my groceries. It is a handheld UV sanitizer. It helps you eliminate all of that stuff. Uh, use it on uh, keyboards, tablets, money, what have you. 50% off and free two-day shipping for a limited time. The perfect gift for anyone who needs it. Super portable. Days of battery life. I haven't had to charge mine yet. Whoa. I don't even know how long it's been. Uh, you can take it anywhere. Make sure your environment is clean and safe. COVID cases on the rise, as you know. Right now, get the clean phone wanted. 50% off. And check this out. They'll take 60% off a second wand. A great holiday gift for family and friends. Go to thenewdealshop.com. That is thenewdealshop.com. This is an early Black Friday special. Don't miss it. Thenewdealshop.com. Oh, my God. Happy fucking happy hour. Holy shit, Rob Reiner's here for the shit show of the Trump administration. Hello, my friend Rob Hello, Reiner. Hello, Stephanie Miller. Uh, d- d- do I have to curse because I'm on the happy hour? You don't have to. You're, I might. You're way it too, could happen. You're way too fucking classy. Oh. I'll, I'll make up. I'll take up the Thank slack. you, bitch. You don't. Uh, <laughs> see? See, I, I sl- slid it in right there. <laughs> we already made news. Make sure you send that clip out. Me too. What's next? Okay. Uh, listen, Rob Reiner. Rob yes. Reiner just called we, you a bitch on TV. On TV, on the TV. Let me imitate a Trumper. Whatever, Meathead. Oh my God, you guys, that's the funniest thing I've ever said. Remember, because he played Meathead. Yeah, yeah, you're you're the third one today to Meathead me. I'm a libtard. That's the other one that gets. Isn't that great? Libtard. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. My my daughter is always saying. Dad, you know, when you tweet, you know, they, they, do you ever look at the, the notifications and what the people say? I said, you know, I don't really bother with it. I no. mean, I know they're going to say something horrible. And then you look it up. And, of course, you know, you son of a bitch, you libtard, meathead. But it goes on and on. And then you look and there's, you know, how many followers? Two. At least no one tweets you and says they hope you get cunt cancer. Really? Six, have they have they, have Ru- they said that to you? Yes. How many cunt cancers a have lot. you? Really? A lot, Rob. Uh, and it didn't take, see? So no. they're wasting a no. tweet. 
wasting no. a tweet. No, my cunt is fantastic. <laughs> um, Rob Reiner, yes, ma'am. as you know, we need to check our news alerts to make sure. Yeah. This, I, I, seriously, I'm going to stroke out. This sh- Stop it. <laughs> this shit show is, I mean, I... <laughs> We've never experienced anything yeah. like this, have we? Like, no. we literally are seeing if he resigned today. Because April Ryan, God bless her, national treasure, she's like, yeah, has he thought about resigning? <laughs> I know. You know, it, it, it's so crazy that you have to step back for a second. I'm just watching, you know, I, I watch, you know, we flip around between MSNBC and CNN. And right. sometimes we throw in Fox News oh, to see how the other half lives. And and, 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 and somebody said, well, you know, I mean, the the president, you know, he's always lying. And so, you know, he lies constantly about big things and little things. And and you go, wait a minute. I mean, we just accept that, it, which is true. But this is the president of the United States. And you step yeah. back for a second. When have has anybody ever said about a president, well, you know, he lies all the time and he's always lying and about big things? Who just casually says that about a president? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we're going to get into all this, but you were mentioning my dad, who's yes. on the Goldwater Miller sign. Uh, you did the great movie LBJ. Like I, Rob, this is so far from fucking normal. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, like, no. And we were saying it's almost like the Republicans, like Nicole Wallace, Steve Schmidt, that are almost more eloquent and impassioned because, like, we're going. We are losing an entire fucking party. Yeah. Well, treason it, and and complicity and and just really. Well, we may be losing more than a party. I mean, yes, he's already decimated the, the Republican Party. Right. And and the principled Republicans like, you know, you say Steve Schmidt and Nicole Wallace and Max Boot and, and David Frum and so on, and William Crystal. These people are desperately trying to hold on to a, a decent Republican Party. But this goes way beyond that. I mean, we're seeing democracy fray at the edges. Yeah. And we hope and we believe that the institutions will hold. But right now, we don't know. This guy's trying to blow up everything. If he destroys the Justice Department, whatever, we're hanging by a thread. Democracy yeah. is only as good as people uh, accepting certain norms, and the norms are out the window. Right. Now. Well, I, uh, listen, with the fucking news cycles, we're like, he hasn't fired Mueller yet. Yeah. yeah <laughs> or yeah. bombed Syria yet, as we sit here. But, uh, I mean, I, and what about fucking threatening Russia on Twitter. Like, here they come. Here come the missiles. <laughs> nice and new and smart, Russia. Like, yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. what? Yeah, and this is a guy who said, you know, I don't like to tell people, not like Obama, you know, who telegraphs where you're going to bomb and what you're going to do. The reason he didn't telegraph is because he had no idea. There was right. a question that was asked, what would you do about whatever the, you know, whatever North Korea or yeah. Syria or uh, Iran, what would you do about it? He doesn't have the answer. So he the doesn't way, know fucking anything no, about anything. He doesn't know anything. So we'll the see way what, we'll see what happens. So the way he 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 here, responds is, I I don't like to telegraph. That's Rob, the way he gets around. Here is his Syria policy, his trade policy, and his legal strategy all in one. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens, and believe me, believe me, oh, we'll can, see what happens. Believe me, that I can tell you. Believe me, we'll see what happens, and it'll happen very quickly. Nobody could pitch this fucking movie. <laughs> no, I know. Would you'd go? Oh no, no, that's no. what? No, you, you can't go to a movie a studio and say, "Okay, here's the idea." <laughs> there was a uh, a reality star guy with this weird hairdo, and and he he lies all the time, and he, and he, and he grabs women's pussies, and he does that, 
and somehow he becomes the president of the United States. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. It's not even a good satire. It's like bad comedy. Yeah. But it, installed by a hostile foreign government, you, you've not only uh, – here's the thing. Uh, it's like every time you get out of politics, they drag you fuck back yeah. in Rob Reiner. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to be an Oscar-winning director, and then, like, you have to. You have to do Investigate Russia. Yeah, they pull me back in. <laughs> because you fucking have to. Because uh, this is for anyone that cares about our country. Um, you were stuck, but you've never tweeted before. No, you know, no. Uh, Michelle, uh, your wife is like, yeah, can my, you? My wife t- 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 told me, we have a <laughs> massive train wreck heading our way in Donald Trump. we got to stop this. So she had the idea we could get as many people tweeting against him. But, you know, uh, it, you know, it doesn't help. None of it helps. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it, it hopefully keeps the base energized so that when we get into the midterms, we're ready to go. And that blue wave becomes right. what we hope it will now, be. I don't I rarely play a movie drop that is not yours. But the poltergeist, what is happening is our daily. Uh, right. Right. Because this. Yes. Yes. This, I, okay. Let's hope that he was not legitimately elected. And we've been talking about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the signs at the March for Our Lives that we did. You know, 18th century laws, 21st century guns. Lawrence Tribe and others saying, well, there's no mechanisms in our Constitution. I'm like, well, shouldn't there fucking be? Because they couldn't have envisioned the Internet and Cambridge Analytica and Russia. Like, the Founding Fathers had no way of envisioning a foreign power installing our president. Well, but the the Founding Fathers did have the idea that they had just defeated a king. They didn't want the president to become a king. So they wanted to make sure that the states had well-regulated militias, right. the people's right to bear arms, not the individual person's right to own a, an assault weapon right. or an atom bomb. I mean, you, what does that mean? I mean, where do you go? Even Scalia said there are limits to the Second Amendment. So yeah. it, it's yeah, pretty Yeah, if he crazy. wasn't dead, they'd fucking kill him for that. <laughs> so you know, but you know what's interesting? I thought about this. You know, uh, the kids now out there against guns which is to me it's 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 great it's it's great i mean but it reminds me of when i was of draft age during the vietnam war i i was worried about my life so we got out there in march because we didn't want to be sent to a war that we didn't agree with that was immoral illegal these kids are worried about their lives yeah and that's why it's they're energized they don't want to get killed in the classroom so i believe when we get to 2018 what it's going to be the women and the me too movement and March for Our Lives, yeah. the kids. It's women and children, yeah. which they usually say when the, when your, the ship is going down, they say, you know, women and children yeah. first. But it's going to be women and children sir, first to save the, yeah. the ship of state, yeah. I believe it. Well, listen, and you know how I'm going to help, Rob? We're going to edit together how uh, you, you calling me a bitch and saying pussy, and then we're just going to uh, send out a press release, and I'm going to sue you for uh, sexual harassment. Thank you. Uh-huh. And I'm going to use the money to uh, uh, fund uh, progressive media. Um, listen, I know you would want it that way. <laughs> I would. I would. Anything that could help you. Do you want me to call you some other names? Yes, yes. We've got nothing but time. <laughs> but I like We've you. got nothing but time and editing tools. I like you. I wouldn't call you bad names. Um, Rob, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, I know it's hard to predict any fucking thing in this. Where is this going? He's openly talking about firing Mueller. We have a whole party that is complicit in my opinion, and treasonous and saying, oh, no, there's no reason for that. He's not going to fire him. But look uh, what's Can you happened. predict anything Donald Trump's not going to do? No, but, but look what's happening. You've got 
uh, uh, record numbers of Republicans in powerful positions that are choosing not to run. You, today we had uh, Paul, Paul Ryan, Ryan decide latest not, rat off the Trump Tannic. You know, and, and I was like I said, you know, the, the, the rats leaving the sinking ship. But you, the, in this case, it's only the rats are staying on the ship. The 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 people who have. You know, who want to get they just want to get away from it. They're the delusional rats. Yeah, It'll the, be fine. Yeah, those other rats. But <laughs> but but the thing is, you know, Nixon. It took a long time, you know, uh, for Watergate to, to to penetrate it to the Republicans, and it almost was two years. And it wasn't until Nixon dipped below thirty percent in the polls that the Republicans said, you know, wait a minute, my dad's is, running mate, Barry Goldwater. Yeah, Barry came Goldwater to him and said, Barry, gotta go, gotta go, right. And so right now he's still in the 30s, up to the up to 40. And I think that as more and more comes out, and the handwriting is on the wall, you might see some re- Republicans. It's not going to be out of principle. It's going to be out of self-preservation. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they see a massacre already coming yeah. in November, yeah. and I I think the more and more evidence we get, I I mean, it, it, he can say it as much as he wants. No collusion, believe no, no, me. No, no, collusion. No collusion. Right out there. I'm like, what? No, no right we in our, see it in. No, no, it's right in our faces. <laughs> It's right in our faces. There's collusion all over the place. I mean, it's it's the Trump Tower meeting in in June of uh, of two sixty, uh, but but the other one it was just and you just kind of casually mentioned. Well, what are they doing there? They're going after the pussy tape. That's becoming the thing again. And all of a sudden, what are they? Why are they doing? It? Well, maybe there was a payoff. Maybe there's yeah. bribes. Maybe there's all kinds of things that they're looking at. But you people forget that right after the pussy tape came. The emails on John Podesta. Yeah. And where did those emails come from? Yeah. WikiLeaks. Yeah. And, and, and who, how did WikiLeaks get those emails? Through Guccifer 2.0. That's the Russians. Yeah. And, and how has it all of a sudden come out right on the heels of the pussy tape? It has to be coordinated. It's coordinated through the campaign. So the campaign has to be working with Guccifer 2.0, WikiLeaks, well, and that's the And the, the whole Russians. thing, Rob. Like you, right you've, front of you've tweeted before, like, it's not fucking connect the dots. The yeah. dot is one huge it's blob one big, already. Yeah, I mean, Michael Cohen f- was working out of the offices of the lawyers for Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. She was the finance chair for the RNC. Like, you right. know, it is all fucking connected. Yeah, There's no, no. Not- Cambridge Analytica, you know, it came out yesterday with uh, uh, Zuckerberg, you know, uh, right, uh, right. in front of the Senate committee. And, you know, we all know that Facebook... Uh, the, all the data was stolen. It was used by Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica was the digital campaign. I was the digital component of the Trump campaign, the Alamo Project, which was run by Jared Kushner. Well, where did where how did they figure out how to steal all that Facebook, uh, 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 you know, yeah. uh, data? Well, they worked with a company uh, called Palatin and yeah. Palatier, a uh, Palatier, and who was who who owned Palatier? Uh, Peter Thiel and Peter Thiel is a board member of Facebook. And, and Cambridge Analytica was helped develop by a Russian guy from St. Petersburg. So it's all, like I said, I read, one your, big I read your tweet on the blob. air today. It's like he says it there. It comes out here. I just died. Like, oh, oh, okay. Rob Reiner's tweet. All right. Well, treason's greetings, everybody. The treason continues, and in the spirit of holiday sharing, you know you put a lot of effort every year, right, into finding the perfect gift for somebody? Absolutely. Well, this is why. I'm just saying a lot of people can't not save to travel. Send flowers from Bloomsy Box, B-L-O-O-M-S-Y, for the holidays. Bloomsy Box, O-M-G, Chris. I have some in my kitchen. They look like they came from a fancy florist in Beverly Hills. They're gorgeous. Yeah, some like look like a... Uh, a little sketchy. Yeah. No, this, I swear to God, they're artisan design. They look like a fancy... 
fancy florist did them. They are unbelievable. Bloomsby Box, just simply better blooms. Their flowers are sustainably grown on family farms around the world. You place an order. Your flowers are handpicked, arranged at a farm unique to you. It's like sending a personal one-of-a-kind gift. Bloomsby Box delivers their farm-fresh flowers straight to your door so they arrive weeks fresher. They pride themselves on great prices. It's a huge selection of fancy, fancy looking stuff uh-huh. for not fancy prices. No hidden fees, no endless upsells, free shipping with a subscription. Whether you're sending a single arrangement or a subscription for someone special, uh, feel confident with the quality offered by Bloomsy Box. Go to B-L-O-O-M-S-Y box.com enter that promo code sexy liberal to get 15 percent off their already great prices and oh. free shipping that is promo code sexy liberal at bloomsybox.com but i mean I, yeah this whole thing is uh, you just wonder how much longer this fucking shit show can last because i've said this from day one he's going to start a war when Mueller gets close and now we have the cohen raid and we have whatever the fuck he's doing in Syria, and the missiles are coming. I mean, yeah. it, 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 and you have people like Madeleine Albright. I mean, you have so many people saying, oh, my God, yeah. I, this is fascism. Oh, my God. Like, how long will it take yeah. to even undo the damage that has already been done? Yeah. Holy and, fucking shit. And the only question is, they always talk about the, you know, the adults in the room. The only question is now, the only adult really left is Mattis. Right. I mean, and so can Mattis put the brakes on some kind of, I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, uh, the, the, the Syria you know, Assad used chemical weapons, and it was supplied by the Russians, and so on and so. On. So let's try to bomb their chemical plants. Let's do that. That's oh, that's a proportional response, as they say. But to get involved in a real war, and you've got not only Syria and Assad, you've got the Russians, you've got the Iranians, and our allies, the Kurds, are in there helping us with ISIS. So. You can't. You have to think that through. It you just fucking occurred to Donald Trump today that Putin's on Assad's side. <laughs> you can see that tweet. He's like, nobody knew. Nobody knew. It's yeah. so complicated, and apparently uh, he's on the side of the animal Assad. It's like, right? We all fucking knew that, you moron. Yeah. Oh, and apparently there's going to be new missiles as opposed to the ones we normally get it out of the closet or Goodwill. Yeah, and smart. What the fuck? And they're smart. Yes, they're smart. All. Of- Exactly like him. They're yeah, like smart. Yeah. They're like smart missiles. Well, these, these, yeah, they're like smart missiles, and these missiles have the best words. They know. I know words. I have the best words. Rob Reiner, do you have the same fantasy I do that there will be? Uh, you ordered the code red moment. Do you think with Bob yeah. Mueller? You're goddamn right, I did. Be, I'm yeah. like that's what we keep telling him every day. You are so much smarter than Bob Mueller. Go, you go, 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 go. Talk. You could outdo him. Tell him you. Did. You ordered the code red. I did the job. Did you order a code red? Damn right I did. Good job. That's what we need. We need Caffey, <laughs> and I think Mueller is Caffey. He's gonna he's gonna nail this guy to the wall. The guy I is, do too. The guy has been he, he's a it's a crime family. Yeah. Basically, and they've been committing crimes and frauds and for years, 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 and they got away with it. In New York, they're not going to get away with it. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. In, in the United States of America. Yeah. And, and taking our country down, it's not going to happen. Do you? Think and he's going to get. They're going to have the whole boatload against this thank guy. Thank you. And do you think in all Rob Reiner movies like I do? I mean, for those of you unacquainted, I'm not going to do the usual goddamn James Lipton interview. Just Google things he didn't direct, and it's hardly anything. Uh, but. T- do you not just think of the code red, but do you think like after all this thing, like people will not listen to people that talk about sand anymore? Do you know what I mean? Like anyone that steps to the microphone. They want leadership. You know They're so saying? thirsty for it. They'll crawl through the this desert toward a mirage. And when they discover there's no water, they'll drink the sand. Right? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, the mm-hmm. point is, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're they've been drinking the sand for right. quite a while now. There's a whole group of people that right. for it doesn't matter what you know. He said it. I can kill, shoot somebody on Fifth yeah. Avenue. I won't lose any voters. And those people, for some reason, whatever reason, they're staying with him. They yeah. don't even know that the that the tax cut that he that that he passed that's hurting them. Yeah. The trade wars that he's talking about, the tariffs that he's talking about, are going to hurt those people that voted for him. Yeah, it, it's you know I, I said there's an ignorance there, and uh, unfortunately they're going to get they're going to get hurt more yeah. than 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 those you know libtards that they were. Did you, you ever know, think yell at. we would have occasion to yell liar from Princess Bride every day at our televisions? Did you ever think that? Oh, you mean uh, the, uh, do I owe you any money for any of these? You're talking about the, so. uh, Carol Kane? Yes, liar. Liar, right? From okay. He can't find it. And he's also, looking for it. And also, nothing he says means anything that he thinks it means. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Inconceivable. <laughs> it is all inconceivable. It is inconceivable. What? The whole How thing did, is inconceivable. You're like psychic. Yeah. <laughs> inconceivable. <laughs> no more rhymes now. I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? Oh, that's on tonight. Andre the Giant. Is it really? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Last night, I think it was. It uh, there's wow. a documentary about Andre the Giant. Wow. I'm in there, so you can check it out. Fantastic. Um. All right, Rob. Where? What the fuck? All right. Everyone else has been asking you about Roseanne and the comparisons yeah. to All in the Family, of course. Um. I know I've seen you, and I I've talked about this too. Like you know, God bless her for having another hit series. I know you you know how hard that is. Yeah, yeah. But it's not the show. It's Roseanne the person. That's tweeting yeah. all this same bullshit that got us where we are now. That's yeah. not fucking funny. Yeah, well, because people, you know, when they see a character on television, they can't separate that character from the person in real life. In this case, they're almost, you know, one and the same. I mean, I have no problems with, you know, doing a show. Uh, you know, we did all the families, a red state, blue state type of show. There's right. a liberal and a. I come from a divided a family. Yeah. My 95 year old Republican Trump and that's, mom. And that's fine. And, and we should right. have those arguments and those discussions are great. But. The problem is when you take somebody from that show, it becomes ABC has to be very careful because it becomes propaganda. It becomes propaganda when the main character in the show is taking that outside the show and tweeting certain things. So when you have Fox News, you have Sinclair, you have Breitbart, you have Infowars and possibly a Roseanne element. That is, uh, you know, this is the first time in American history where a president has state run television yeah. supporting him well, every they say single nixon if nixon had, had fox news and right wing radio he might have yeah i mean every survived every single president has uh, used propaganda to sell a policy to sell try getting us into a war you know if they don't think it's you know they want to do it but they they're worried about the, the public buying in they'll use propaganda and that's part of how they're selling their policies but when you have state-run television helping you sell those 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 policies, that's when it gets really tough, and it gets tough for mainstream media to poke through because now what is mainstream media? Yeah. And They're just as much mainstream media to, as we are. He's trying to soften the ground, right, for when Mueller's done to go fake news, fake news, fake news. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, that that's why – I mean, you're quoted as saying – uh, should, this is normalizing the president of the United States and ennobling his base. I think it can help him because the star, you have the star of the show essentially, uh, you know, trumpeting all the things Trump stands for. Um, you know, and you say they're going to walk a very fine line. I have a feeling they're going to try to rain Roseanne in outside the show. They're, they're going to have to. They're going to have to because. How do you tweet that, thank you, President Trump, for saving all the people, kids from the child sex ring that Hillary started? I mean, what yeah. the fuck, Well, Rob? But, but that, see, that's that ignorance thing. That's that thing where. 
That's the thing where you say I can shoot anybody on Fifth Avenue. If you if you believe that stuff, right. if you're that dumb to believe that stuff, then those are the people you can go for. And then you you know add in some racism to the mix and all of that, and you've got a you know it's it's scary when you think about you know uh, you think about racists in this country. It's original sin, but you think about Slavery, it. Yeah. You think about it. As okay, it's a, it's a lunatic fringe, you know those white supremacists or the KKK or whatever they. Are. But when you see there's so many of that it was always there and it bubbles up to the surface after Obama leaves because they're so pissed off that a black man was the president of the United yeah. States. And then you yeah. add ignorance to that. That in itself is ignorance. But then you add ignorance about understanding public policy. You've got a mixture that's really tough to, to beat. But isn't that, Rob, the fundamental difference between all in the family? That's what I, I was sort of offended, and I had nothing to do with all in the family, but just that, well, first of all, as you always say, Carol O'Connor made you look like a conservative. <laughs> like, but yeah, yeah. you knew Norman Lear. We knew, well, in, you in know, real life, Carol was a, a right. liberal. He was very right. liberal. Right. But we had arguments. We had real arguments, and you could take Archie's side or you could take Mike's side because the arguments were presented with equal weight and and – Hopefully, my side had more, a little bit more uh, factual base or intelligence. But a lot of times, I was an idiot too. So you had those two, two, two arguments. And Norman Lear always said his favorite, uh, uh, you know, uh, play was Major Barber's, uh, you know, Major Barber by George Bernard Shaw. Right. And even though Shaw was a liberal, if you went to that play, you didn't know where he stood, whether he was a conservative or a liberal. So that's what we try to do: is present both sides and let people. Uh, you know, argue about it, but with Roseanne, I mean, it's it's skewed. They make fun. Well, they make of the, li- they make the liberals look like yeah. lunatics, like idiots. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I you you've been asked so much about this, but I think that like it is hard to underestimate. You talk about like Archie, like it was sort of shining a light on bigotry. Where you say there's with Trumpers, there is a very serious strain of racism that runs through his followers. That's disturbing. I don't think you can ever reach those people. I mean, once again, Hillary was right. Some of them are deplorable. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to find common ground the people that use the N-word. No, I just no. don't. And, and you're not going to change their minds. You have to give that one up. I mean, the difference is Archie Bunker was a, was a, a fictional character right. on a television show. Right. And we made fun of him. Right. And we, you know, and all that. He, this guy's the president of the United States. He's the president of the United States. And he yeah. can't string us. He can't string a sentence together. I always hear air quotes around that, but sure, he's president. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, you talk about you know a lot too about uh, uh, Carol O'Connor's influence on you and as a role model for directing all that. Mm-hmm. I, but I also love your. I mean, I've known you forever, but just uh, your whole childhood with Carl Reiner being your dad. You said when you. Because this reminds me of my childhood. Like, I just assume everyone's dad ran for vice president. <laughs> yeah. You said when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. You, when you're a kid, you think your family's like every other. You don't have anything to compare it to. You're just living in that world. I go over to other friends' houses, and they weren't that funny over there. Yeah. At my house, there was Caesar, Norman Lear, Mel Brooks. Yeah. And, and, and my, my friend Paul Schindler and Michael Leeds, there wasn't as much laughs. Right. I, they didn't have, you know, none of them were. They were nice and they yeah. funny, but no, yeah. it's not so. Born in New York, uh, came to uh, Beverly Hills High. That was a, yeah. a whiplash. Yeah, that was a big one for me. They, I used to go in because I was a kid from New York. I was born in the Bronx, lived in New York until I we came out here, went to high school. And people would come up to me and say, say water, say coffee. Central casting for New York, too. Say coffee. Oh, I'm here. Yeah. And then I'd say coffee, <laughs> and then they'd laugh at me. 
But your classmates, Richard Dreyfus, yeah. Rachel Marx's daughter. Yeah, Melinda. Uh, listen, right? listen, listen to this senior class uh, drama. I, Richard Dreyfus. he was a nobody at the right. time. Right. But I mean, Richard Dreyfus. we had uh, Lee J. Cobb's daughter, Julie Cobb, Groucho Marx's daughter, Melinda Marx, Joey Bishop's son, Larry Bishop, yeah. and Carl Reiner's son. Those yeah. were the people in my, in my class. I've heard something else. I, I thought it's so funny to Google you when you've been my friend for so long. Yeah. But you, you talk about you never really felt successful until you were a director. So, yeah. well, I, I I didn't feel I didn't feel successful until I did. St- I mean, I didn't feel right about until I did Stand by Me actually because yeah. I, you know, I did a lot of things and I acted and that's your favorite film. I'm well, because Fantastic. it was it was a it was a change for me because it was the first time I did something. That really captured my personality. I mean, had it was an extension of my sensibility. I, I'm, you know, people know me. There's a, a co- melancholy side to me, and then there's humor too. Yeah. And I blended those things in in that. I mean, before I did Spinal Tap, which you know is a satire, and my father used to traffic in satire. That's what he did. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, the the, the sure thing was a, a romantic comedy, and my father had done that. Yeah. So I thought, okay, you know, I'm kind of doing. Then this is the first time I really kind of went into my own, my own world. And now I'm just, you yeah. know, now that I'm is doing amazing. A lot of that even, uh, well, twelve Emmys for your dad is a little yeah, intimidating. That's, but still, that's a lot. It's very intimidating. Yeah, Michelle, I wasn't there for the melancholy. That's your thing. I don't care about that. I just want the funny, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she has to she she puts up with the melancholy all the time. Yeah, well, she has to. You know, you know, whatever. Um. <laughs> Um, eh, whatever. whatever. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, uh, and I, here's the thing I, you know, because I only know the nice, cuddly Rob. Well, I'm, yeah, and, I'm, and the I'm stand an, by me scene. I'm, I'm an affable bear of a man. Yes, you are. I'm an affable Except that bear I of a man. I read in Stand By Me that the kids weren't afraid enough in the train scene, so you screamed yeah, at I them got, until got, they started I, to cry. Yeah, they started crying. Yeah. Because the train, here's the thing. They were on the trestle, you know, and the train it. was supposed yeah. to, but the train was never on the trestle at the same time they were because I used a, a big, right. long lens. It compressed and it. And I have been with you. make it look yelling. like it. And, and, and mm-hmm. I said they, they didn't feel any fear. I said, and I kept, I said, you see those guys pushing that dolly? Because they do it take after take. I said, if you're not worried that train's going to kill you, those guys are going to kill you. They're so bad. And then went, ah, ah, ah. And they got scared and then they cried. But then they were happy. They ran into my arms. They said, we did it, Rob. We did it. I said, you guys were great. You're a mean man. I'm I gotta, mean, I yeah. I got to wish you into the cornfield. I know. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I know it, it is interesting because everyone's asked you that question, but I literally, it's every fucking movie, Princess Bride, Spinal Tap, Stand By Me, When Harry Met Sally, Misery, A Few Good Men. I, I, so that is interesting that that was the one that resonated most with you. Was at, the ta- at that yeah. time, yeah. yeah. But now since then, you know, li- 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 you know I've got a film coming out uh, in June, uh, it's called Shock and Awe, and uh, it's about the run-up to the war in Iraq. And wow. it's about these four journalists from Knight Ritter who got it all right. And talk about fighting against, uh, you know, propaganda and trying to get the truth out. And here, you know, you had the mainstream media buying into the narrative that was put forth by the Bush administration, and these guys were fighting like crazy to get it out. So it's kind of, uh, you know, a- apropos now with what we see, you know, how to, how difficult it is to get the truth out there. That's what, but I, what, well, it's one of the reasons I love and adore you. 
even though I, I would, rather, I would rather have sex with your wife. But my point I know, because, is, my because, point, because Rob. Because you're a lesbian? Is that why? Because what? you're a lesbian? Listen, but not my, just because... My, my wife listen, would have to be a lesbian if I that know. was going to work. Listen, you got us marriage equality. It seems like you could at least complete the job by finding me someone that would marry me, this yeah. hot mess. It seems yeah. like. Yeah. What's the point of getting marriage equality for your well, friends? Well, well, marriage equality is just gives you the right to get married. All right, it doesn't fine. give you... I, I feel like you could you fucking... Know, it's a little unfinished. A little unfinished, Rob. He's getting married. My point is. He's getting married. Thank you. Okay, getting... you had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, but what do you mean? What? Okay, he, what, you had something married... to do with the legality. My point is, personally, he's, he's... Michelle, Rob, yeah. get... ah. set me up, man. I, right. I, need my, I need my Michelle Reiner. I went out and found someone for myself, Steph. You got to do that. Get yeah. on grinder like I did. I don't leave my basement. I'm here fighting the good fight for Rob Reiner. <laughs> you don't have so, time. What? Yes. Time. Exactly. Exactly. You're married exactly. to politics. Yeah. Sure. I'm... I'm married to the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, famously, you were married to Penny Marshall. Okay, how many times that. How many times in the 70s did someone say, table ready for Meathead and Laverne? Like, <laughs> was that? Well, we, the, the good thing is we could get a table. That was the main thing. Yes. We could get a table. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was a strange kind of thing, you know? I mean, was it different times you were more popular? Like, oh, oh, you're with Laverne. Oh, you're with Meathead. Well, okay. it started, I mean, you know, all in the family was first. Right. And Laverne Shirley didn't come out until I think it was seventy five or something like that. Right. So we were already established, you know, a big hit show, and then they came on, and then we went off in seventy eight, and so then they took off from right. there. You know? Oh dear! So then it was sort of like a well, what's the Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson movie? Star is born. Yes, then it was Star is born. Then How you're old like, are oh, you? there's poor Meatenhead. He's like a hobo in the yeah. alley, yeah. drinking and. See, I don't is... think I don't think of Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. They're great. I think of. <laughs> I think of Judy Garland and James Mason as a star is born. And that was not even the original star is born. That's who I think. I'm James Mason walking into the the ocean, killing myself. Okay, fine. Yeah. Because Laverne is much more popular than Meathead. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's, let's, you know what, Michelle, let's move on from that era because that's just sad. You wore a toupee. Why is that sad? You wore a toupee in all the family? What the fuck? No, I didn't. At the beginning, I didn't because uh, I had hair. And then my, I started to lose my hair. And so the first, the second year or the third year, I can't remember which. I think it was the third year. I had the littlest tiny piece right here yeah, because yeah. I had hair. Yeah. Little. Then the next year, the piece got a little bigger. Yeah. Then next year, and then finally, I had to get the whole thing. What? So what the fuck with Donald Trump's hair? Have you seen the interpretive yeah. dances getting on Air Force yeah. One and the wind? Like what? Yeah, he takes sort of like you know Twilight, Twilight, he, he fuzzy, a, fussy. He had to take out like, a home improvement loan just to construct that. I mean, he built a, like a patio on his. Right, I don't what? know what it is. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen. Okay, I don't. I gotta say one goddamn thing though. That that whatever that fucking headpiece is, that has respect for the office because once he gets on Air Force One with the wind, it goes like, "Get your shit together." It's he's the president. Like he, it somehow puts itself together. Well, but you've, before you've he seen, gets, yeah, but you've seen some of those memes on him, uh, those gifts where the, the hair comes up the back and the thing goes on the side, and it's it's. I, I, the question I have is, how long does it take him to get ready? And my and wife, go, oh, that looks good. My wife, by the way who took the picture of Donald Trump on the cover of the book, The Art of the Deal, and she has yeah. a lot to answer yeah. for. She's a famous photographer. Yeah, she's yeah. famous. But she tells a story about how she was taking the picture. They were up on some construction site where they're building something, and a wind was kicking up, and he had to go get, get a certain kind of uh, hairspray that he needed to have. Otherwise, well, What kind of hairspray is that, Michelle, that would actually yeah, control what is it? that what is it? motherfucker? 
Do they make? Uh, you probably, I need some more wine to hear about yeah. this. Uh huh. Trump hairspray. <laughs> yes, his same, own hairspray. Same thing he uses on his dick. Like what? What? Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. Gets, what makes Uh-oh. any of that stiff? Okay. Oh, look, you made a dick joke. What? Hey, Rob Reiner. Listen, I'm no Rob Reiner. <laughs> so, all right. Like, uh, let me just talk a little more about All in the Family because there's so many comparisons. Well, you don't now. want to talk about dicks anymore? Well, no, I would. Well, let's we'll go back to Donald dicks. Trump in a minute. Okay. You talked about the difference. You were talking about uh, All in the Family. You said uh, Carol O'Connor set the tone of how we were going to work. He was very inclusive. He allowed everyone to participate, say what they wanted. He was thoughtful, intelligence, cared about injustice. Whatever we all felt, whether it was the Vietnam War, race issues, women issues, those issues got into the show, and he was part of creating that. Yeah, freedom. and that was Norman, too. I mean, really was Norman. It was his, it's his vision, Norman Lear. Yeah. And he, uh, he pushed us, pushed us to, 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 to go as far as we could go. And Carol was uh, the uh, creative uh, uh, partner in a way and set the tone that everybody was allowed to. Very interesting thing. There's a very famous playwright, Herb Gardner. He wrote Thousand yeah, Clowns and, sure. and I'm Not Rappaport. Very, he came to a run-through Wednesday. We shot on Friday and Wednesday we'd have a run-through. And we finish and then everybody sit around, the actors, the writers, the director, and, the, and all the producers, and we'd give each other notes. You know, I'd say, well, maybe I shouldn't have that line. You take that line and then wait a minute. And, we'll, and we would all just chime in. And in theater, you can't change a guy's line. Yeah. Playwright. He's got to keep that, you know, you have to ask right. him if you want to change the line. He's looked at this. He says, this is creative communism. I've never seen anything like this. And that's what made us good. I mean, we really were a unit and we all kind of worked together. Wait, speaking of which, you had a very funny story about you. <laughs> Worked on a show that Desi Arnaz produced. Oh yeah, and you um, oh, you improvised. And he oh, came in yeah. and screamed at you. Oh yeah. Well, here's what happens. So I'm an improvisational actor, and I was raised that way. I was taught that way, and so I come onto the show called The Mothers in Law. It was with Eve Arden and uh, uh, Welcome to Rydell. That's all. Uh, and Kay Ballard and Kay Ballard. Yes, the two of them. And uh, I had a little scene, you know. And uh, I was good. They brought me back for another show. Now it's a run-through on a Wednesday. And I start to improvise. I start improvising. And, 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 and Desi goes crazy. He says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop it. Fucking what the fuck what are you? What the, the you fuck are you explaining to do, What are you head? doing? What the fuck are you doing? And he says, come outside. I'm going, oh, my God. What is this? I get outside. He pins me up against the wall. He says, what the fuck are you doing? You don't fuck around. I pay... F- I pay $10,000 a script. I didn't need you fucking around with the script. He turned I don't want you. He said, maybe they do that Pacino on the fucking and- Dick Van Dyke show, but they don't do that here. And he got so mad at me. It's Pacino and Scarface. It was. You it- fucking fuck. You will yeah, f- yeah. I will fucking yeah. Say hello like to my little operator. friend, you fuckhead. I mean, he was going on. So I said, listen, Desi, maybe I, you know, this is the way I work. I'm sorry. Maybe I should leave. You know, he says, no, no, amigo. Come on. Come on. You could be okay. And, so and that, then but Rona I did, Barrett, the yeah, gossip columnist, said, yeah. Rob Reiner, hippie, psychedelic son of Carl Reiner, got into an argument on the set of Mothers-in-Law, and whoopee, whoops, the bearded boy, bad boy, walked off the set. It was the, the, the psychedelic bearded bad boy, because I played a hippie or whatever, and it was in the 60s. Well, you talked about that, child of the 60s. You said I was in Hyde Ashbury, 1967, yeah. Summer of Love. Yes. I experimented with all the drugs available at the time. Is that why you have that peace symbol on now? Yes. Is that it's my it, hippie shirt. I've only worn this for you and Steven Stills, man. Is that in honor of that? Uh, for what it's worth. Yeah. Something happening here. Yeah. 
It's not exactly. What it is ain't exactly clear. Come on. That was kind of the, the shit, wasn't it? When it was. Stephen Stills was playing that in my living room, oh, right? Oh, yeah. You and Lily Solomon, Michelle and I were sitting here, Adam Schiff, and Pelosi walks in. Come on. That was some shit. Yeah. And Ted Lou, I think Ted Lou was Ted there. Ted Lou was here. Yeah, yeah. he was. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, but I, I, I was I was at, uh, in Haight-Ashbury in 1967, the summer yeah. of love. Yeah, that was where the whole world was. But, we thought the, we were thought we were changing the world. And uh, it got but, got buried under a lot of drugs. But how do you compare that to now? Because we've been saying this with these, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Stoneman Douglas kids that I went yeah. and marched with in D.C. And I thought, like, as horrible as this is, Rob, I've been saying this lately on air. I'm like, this is sort of a uh, not exciting in a good way, but exciting time to be alive. Because yeah. I was I was born in '61, so right. I didn't I missed the right, '60s. Right, right. But you go like, holy shit. Like, well, this feels like a time in our history. Well, that- this is what it was like. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. we had there was a civil rights movement, the great, civil, you know, with Martin Luther King yeah, and the, yeah. you know, the I Have a Dream Street. And we had the, the anti-Vietnam movement, which he became part of. And now we have this, uh, uh, you know, the, the kids from Solomon Douglas. And I think that that I'm telling you, the, that the kids and the women are yeah, energized yeah. now. And uh, we do see a movement Isn't- and they're going to come out and vote. Isn't that another weird nexus with us that you made LBJ, which was fantastic with Woody Harrelson, uh, who beat my dad by, you know, a little bit. Um, (laughs) But you were talking about that even you, you know, first of all, you thought of LBJ as he's the guy that could send me to my death. Yeah, I hated it. You said, and then I I had a greater appreciation of what he actually accomplished, how it works. Um, And I think, like, we all have a greater appreciation for that era where people, we didn't have two sets of facts. And fake yeah. news and whatever we argued about issues, but we nobody called each other a bad American and no, fake no, news and, no. and, and and people, you know, there were people running the government that knew how government works, that knew the the intersection of of, of government and policy and politics and how they all intersected, and they worked at it. Uh, now we don't see that; we just see only partisanship. My dad had friends on both sides of the aisle. Yeah. He was a prosecutor at Nuremberg. Like I, yeah. I cannot even imagine. Yeah. Listen, Goldwater right, it would be considered a you know liberal. a moderate liberal Republican, yeah. and even maybe a, maybe a Democrat even. Yeah. Um, speaking of Pogre rights, thank you for gay marriage. Uh, no, thank you for not getting my future wife. But uh, I said it's it's it gives you the right to get married. It doesn't guarantee that. You'll it, oh, get it doesn't married. protect you from being a loser. Okay. Um, because I, the last time I texted you guys, I was like, oh, my God, please fucking tell me Ted Olson isn't taking Donald Trump. You're like, no, 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 no. Because you're right. There are principled conservatives on every side of this. And, you know, you guys were, you know, you had friends, Chad Griffin, who was gay. Yeah. That had have. Well, that was the thing. But, that, I but mean, that's the whole thing about being a liberal. You fight for people. You're not gay. You, no, but, you know, you fight for people that, that are not in your the, position. The only way you can have civil rights is you have to have all people. Right. fighting for that the only way you can have gay rights which is a civil right that's a civil right is to have everybody fighting it can't be just one sliver of society because it has to be the idea is to make good on the on the american dream and make it all make it all happen so yeah we you know we used to make the joke that we're gay adjacent that that michelle and i were gay adjacent but I mean, that's... Well, listen, I've tried to turn her, but whatever. Apparently, yeah. you are just so compelling. Oh, yeah, right. Whatever. I don't know what's happening down that area, but it's got to be fantastic. Listen, um, oh, you... What? Okay. Um, I, also, I mean, it talks about... I, obviously, I met Hillary at your house for the... And you talk about knowing her for 25 years. I mean, I, it is hard to... 
it just is hard to envision that, that, that she really was the rightful president. You talk about she's incredibly dedicated, passionate, wanting to make things better, wanting to move things forward. I mean, almost everything they've accused her of, Trump has ended up being guilty of. Well, right? uh, yeah. I mean, look, she's been in public. She had been in public life for 30 years before that. She had taken a lot of uh, hits over the years, and they, you know, they have a narrative about uh, who she is. But the fact of the matter is, she has dedicated herself to public service all those yeah. years and fighting hard to make a difference and make things. And then you have a guy who doesn't give a crap about anything yeah. except himself. And he goes in there and is able to uh, brand her a certain way. And, and, and then, of course, you know, the Russians helped out a big deal. And then, oh, Col- my God, by the Comey, way, Comey put his finger on the scale right at the end. There. Rob Reiner, Oscar, Oscar winning. I mean, everything. <laughs> director. I didn't know you were psychic. You were asked in this interview, do you think there's anything that could blow the election for you, for her? You're like, the only thing I can think of is some Julian Assange thing. Oh, God. But there's nothing in those emails. There's nothing there. There's never been anything there. But it doesn't matter. The other day, did you see what they did? She's got a health problem. Look, the pillows. Who knows what they're going to come up with? Yeah, but you oh, know something? God. I didn't oh think of. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think. I really didn't think that the Julian Assange and the hacked emails were going to do her in. I didn't. Well, it wasn't just that. No, it wasn't that. just that. Yeah. What I didn't understand, and what none of us understood, is the uh, uh, Russian bots and trolls, and the ability to data mine uh, certain uh, voters and and target those voters with disinformation and misinformation campaigns. Rob, I don't think we know the the, we, the whole of it yet. Yeah, the, and, hacking and, and, into twenty one vote voter. You know, registration systems in 21 states. Yeah, we I don't think un- we know. the. I don't think we understood how, the power of, you know, the these active measures campaigns that that the Russians have been doing for years, but now on steroids because of uh, the Internet. And so that I didn't quite understand. But that was definitely playing a, a part. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's also, uh, and I was saying, I know there's no mechanism in our Constitution. Michelle and I were texting after the like, what the fuck? No, this can't be. What? I mean, yeah. it's, I, I just feel like we've never been here, and we're yeah. not sure how the fuck we're going to get out. Yeah, I we mean, don't know how this is going to end, but I'm just praying that, praying, and I don't do praying that much. I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not a religious guy, but I'm hoping, let's say, that our institutions will hold and that the rule of law will hold and that the right thing will get done. I read that somewhere, that your dad, Carl Reiner, became more of an atheist as the Holocaust went on. Yeah, well, he, And you see, you said you were raised Jewish, yeah, but yeah, not like... Yeah, well, I was, as, as, as a cultural Jew, yes. Yeah. But not as a religious Jew, no. I mean, can you imagine my dad, Rob, an assistant prosecutor at Nuremberg, watching Donald Trump call Nazis in Charlottesville very fine people? Yeah, and there's good people on both, sides, on both and, sides. Yeah, that to me is like... That's the core of, 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 of anti-Semitism and racism. When he says, you know, I got my African-American over here and those kinds of things, yeah. it's just not a dog whistle anymore. And, you know, Nixon had the Southern strategy and all that. This is a dog bullhorn, you yeah, know. Yeah. He's just putting that stuff out there. And, it's, and it's you were fun. saying it was dormant for a while. Yeah, you know, it was he's dormant. Given, he's, yeah, just... he's given voice to all of it. Yeah. It's all the worst things about, listen, we're going to have to come to grips with the original sin of this country, which is uh, slavery. First of all, we take the land away from, uh, you yeah. know, the, the Native Americans, but but also slavery. We have to come to grips with that. And in a weird way, it feels, and I've said this before, that we're fighting, it seems like right. the last big battle of the Civil right. War. 
Rob, I, I, here's the other thing I just think it brings up about the cult of celebrity and people going, oh, well, Trump, now we got to get Oprah. We got to get, I mean, and you've been through it to some extent. People have asked you to run for office forever, but there's a difference. You've been deeply involved in policy and activism yeah. and politics. And I, where do you think Listen, that's going to go? Listen, I held a government job. Yeah. I held a government job for seven years in California. I was the head of the uh, Children and Families Commission, you know, uh, uh, first five, and you know, I was overseeing at the time was a, a program that uh, distributed seven hundred million dollars a year. Did the got, for, you got for, the cigarette decks for, for young children? You know, yeah. and 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 children, you know, zero to five. So I have some experience, and I understand uh, how government works and how policy and politics, uh, you know, intersect. But it's not just about being a celebrity. You know, listen, they're going to look at me and they say, hey, what the hell? What do you have? You have no right to say anything. But how does Arnold Schwarzenegger but, but, get to be governor and every uh, every liberal celebrity needs to shut the fuck up? How does that happen? Yeah. How does Ronald Reagan get to be president? Yeah, yeah. But, every, but and how, Meatloaf, what do you think about a rap? Ted Nugent, like, what? Yeah, what, how yeah. do we change that? Yeah, nexus? shut up and sing, shut up and dribble, all of that right. Laura Ingram crap. I mean, it's it's crap. Everybody has a right to say what they say, but not everybody has a right to be elected. You can say what you want to say, but if you're going to push an agenda or you're going to push a particular issue forward, you better know what you're talking about. You better be able to ask answer the second, third, fourth, and fifth tier questions. Donald Trump couldn't even answer the first question. He can't even answer the first question. He knows nothing about anything. Okay, I know. You need to find that really special gift, am I right? Okay. It can be a challenge finding something unique, right? I used to suck at gift giving. Here is a great idea. Bestfamilygifts.com. You can get custom canvas prints for a truly one-of-a-kind gift. You choose one of the beautiful prints from bestfamilygifts.com and add the names of the special people in your life. I have one with Fred and Jamie coming. My dogs. You can do your pets. You can do whatever you want. You choose what? Maybe a glorious ocean sunset, a forest, a classy black and white vista. See the whole collection for yourself at bestfamilygifts.com and then personalize the text of each print with the names of the people you love, family, friends, even your pets. These are great for you. They're great for uh, gifts. People love getting something custom, right? Anyone can get a regular canvas framed artwork. Who can say they have custom artwork specifically designed just for them? Go to bestfamilygifts.com, see the entire collection, and uh, get 20% discount. Wow! On your first order with the promo code Stephanie. That is bestfamilygifts.com. Remember, type in Stephanie for 20% off your first order. Bestfamilygifts.com. The code is Stephanie. But, but so, all right, so wait a minute. But so when, first of all, I understand you only poured 40%, you pulled 40% in your own family? Yes. In terms of running? Yes. So was that Rasmussen or was that Well, a, no, I mean, no? It, it was, no, it might have been Rasmussen. No. I, I, there's the five of us, you know, uh-huh. Michelle and me and my our three kids. Fantastic and I, kids who and, have and, met. And, and yes. I pulled 40%. And I figure I can't, I can't pull my own family. I'm not going to do it. But you know, plus, like, plus you can get a lot done. Uh, you know, with uh, not being an uh, elected official. I mean, we did pass that cigarette tax and we did help young children. To, to, to fund ch- and we, a childhood education. Yeah, yeah and, yes. we, and we, you know, we overturned Prop 8 and we led the way to marriage equality in America. Yeah. So you can get things done and we stopped a city from being built in the Santa Monica Mountains. We've done yeah. a lot of things and we have some things that we're planning now. I just don't think I should talk about it because it's not ready yet. But, you got the XNA from Michelle, which I means- did get the XNA, but but when we are ready to pull the uh, uh, to pull the trigger on, I'll let you know. All right, Rob, and everybody. Knows. <laughs> 
Um, you talked about the Me Too movement. You said uh, Harvey Weinstein. You're like, uh, he's one schmuck. Yeah. Who did yeah, no, did. The way it's There's it. a lot of great people in Hollywood who don't do that. Um, and you're saying it also, it's happening in every... Yeah. That's what I mean about the double standard about like, well, liberals shut the fuck up, celebrities, what do they know? And then on their side, they literally will put forward whoever, Ted Nugent... Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about this guy that just got kicked out of Congress? I mean, it's in it's in politics, it's in business, it's in show business, it's in you know everywhere. You're going to see that that kind of uh, you know that kind of behavior, and I think it's all good. I mean, I think the conversation is good. We haven't figured out as a society how we're going to deal with uh, uh, you know sexual harassment. We're 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 getting there because the, at least the conversation is out there. Just like we don't know how to deal with. Uh, uh, you know, uh, electronics and, and and the internet and 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 texting and 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 you know, Twitter and all that stuff. Did we, you see Orrin Hatch? Orrin Hatch, like oh now, my God. Mark Zuckerberg. What's the difference with Twitter? Yeah. Or how f- do you make money? How do you make money if it's this? free? I don't get it. He said, "Well, we oh, uh, we we have advertising." What the fuck? You know? But 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 here's the thing: the people who do know about the ins and outs of uh, you know the. The finite uh, ins and outs of technology, they don't even know what the potential of these things are. Yeah. And so it's that thing where, you know, you, you look at Albert Einstein, you know, and he, he figured out a way to split the atom because he thought it would create a lot of energy, which it does. And then it could lead to, you know, there's good use yeah. and yeah. there's bad use, and cool. the bad use is the atom bomb. So we have good use and bad use. And I think that the people, there's a lot of Albert Einsteins running around creating things that have yeah. no idea what the uh, what the ultimate uh, right. usage of those things can be. But Rob, so the whole like celebrity element and you know as you know Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City's running yeah. for governor in New York. I mean, you obviously they talked about you running against Schwarzenegger. Now, I would argue that you had way better movie catchphrases than he did. Uh, although that's pretty much all he ran on, but <laughs> I mean honestly, right? We he no offense to him, he was an awful governor. He took a yeah. whatever, you know, a, 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 you know, a surplus. And now, like, we, and Jerry Brown, of course, has turned it. We are the fifth largest economy in the world. He has turned. We have an a, enormous surplus now from a deficit. Yeah. Well, he I didn't mean, he I, didn't do the. You know, it's funny because a guy like that, you know, you say uh, he didn't do the heavy lifting. You know, a guy who's a big, you know, yeah, right. uh, he <laughs> exactly. didn't really. Do, I mean, we had deficits and instead of. Remember, I'm going to terminate the deficit. Gray Davis, I'm going to terminate you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, instead of raising taxes, which is what Brown did, ultimately, he went back to the tax level that was uh, during the, the Reagan and, and uh, uh, Pete Wilson years. He, he just basically borrowed. He, he floated bonds yeah. to, to cover the, de- the, the debt, and that's not the way to do it. I'm just saying I hope you will rethink it because you know what, I'm Rob, too old now. in the absence of true leaders, People will listen to anyone who steps to the microphone. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They'll drink the sand. Yeah, don't li- don't let people vote for sand. They want from. leadership. They're so thirsty for it. They'll That's crawl through the desert toward a mirage, and when they discover there's no water, they'll drink the sand. Yeah, Michelle, come on. Let's get with the goddamn <laughs> program here. Let's talk about uh, our mutual love, Michelle Singer. Yeah. Now Michelle Reiner, yes. who was a photographer. Uh, you were dating. Uh, you were uh, directing when Harry met Sally. Right. Uh, you it. it it uh, resulted in you deciding to change the end of the movie? Right. How did, how did, how, right. How, and initially, what? the movie ended with the two of them not getting together. Oh, because I had been single for 10 years, and I couldn't figure out Can how... Can you do the- a new movie where she leaves you for a lesbian? No? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Not. 
All right, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rob Reiner. What, did you, what were you saying? You're really making moves on her. She's you know, fucking you're, you're... hot. She's smart. She's funny. Yeah. She's... I just... She keeps saying, what are you looking for? I'm like, you. You, a gay you. A gay you. Yes. Well, there are gay hers. Well... There Let's get on the stick. There are, Let's there are, get on the stick, but not the stick. All right, tell yeah. the story of the okay. Get when on Harry the fake Maselli, stick. And you were like, "Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer, I'm going to date Michelle Pfeiffer." Remember? Well, that's what I thought. I tell mean, me I, I I had had lunch with her, uh, you know, uh, like six months before, and right. I saw her cover of uh, Premier magazine. She was on the cover of Premier magazine, and and my friend uh, this Barry Sonnenfeld, who was the yes, DP, sure, he's now sure, a director. Sure. But he says, uh, I said, you know, maybe I should give her a call because I heard she was getting divorced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said, maybe I give her a call. He says, no, 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 you're not going to call her because I'm like grasping at straws. I don't know sure. what the hell I'm doing. Like he says, no, you know, you're not going to call her. I have a friend in New York. Her name is Michelle Singer. You're going to marry her. Well, I said, well, what do you mean? Who is this person? He said, no, she's really nice. I said, does she smoke? He said, yes. I said, I don't want to meet her. None. Don't. No, don't. don't want to meet her because Penny had smoked. You know, she smoked the. Uh, the entire state of North Carolina every day of her life. It was, see, that, that's a state that grew grew a lot of tobacco. Tobacco. Oh, my God, that's funny. Yeah. Yes, I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, my relatives are from North Carolina. Rob, they are? So, yes, yes. But then Michelle was just like, what? Smoke? Yeah, no, I don't. She said, no, fuck him. No, I don't. Fuck him what? because I don't want to meet him. He's like this. So fuck we that didn't, judgmental we didn't asshole. Meet. We didn't meet. We didn't meet. And then we were about three, three quarters of the way sh- through shooting uh, the movie. And uh, it was up the Upper West Side in front of a brownstone. I look across the street and I see Barry Sonnenfeld's girlfriend at the time, is now his wife, Susan, and she's with Michelle Singer. this woman. And I said, Barry, who's that woman there? Who's she that? Says, that's, that's Michelle Singer. I said, really? Really? That's Michelle Singer. Really? What are you doing? She said, well, she's coming to have lunch. I said, well, maybe I'll join you for lunch. And now the thing is, she was very beautiful. She is beautiful. She's still beautiful. But yeah. she wore this sweater that looked like a, a bee. You know, it was like the really? stripes, like a, a, a yellow, a orange. She looked like you know uh, the, the, in the yeah. B, the bee uh, sketch they used to do on SNL. Right, in SNL. Yeah, she looked yeah. like John Belushi. Sure. John Belushi, yeah, yeah. like uh-huh. a bee. But uh, I'm not allergic to bees. No. So I said no. okay, and Fine. I went to lunch, Let's and now we're sitting there at lunch, uh, Upper West Side, a place called Docks, and uh, Nora Ephron was there, sure, and uh, Carrie Fisher, and uh, Bruno Kirby, Billy. And I'm sitting Billy there. Crystal. Billy Crystal. Ladies and gentlemen who are not accustomed to name dropping from Hollywood motherfuckers. Yes, he's go ahead, like Rob a, Reiner. He's one of my best I'm sorry, Rob. I know no, he no, is, no, Rob no, Reiner. Billy, I know. Yeah, Billy Crystal. Yes. Uh, so anyway, I'm sitting next to Bruno, and uh, there's M- Michelle and Nora Ephron are talking about uh, they're eating this uh, vichyssoise, and Michelle says, I can make better vichyssoise than this. And I'm oh. thinking, what a bitch. What a bitch. Wow, but I, I would li- have been like that. But I like her. But nice. I can't believe I'm attracted to her. Yeah, yeah. So we walked back to the set, and I kind of talked to her a little bit. Yeah. And then after, I said, Barry, you know, maybe, you know, find out if it's okay to call. So Yeah, it was okay? Yeah, yeah. it was okay. You know, it's weird. I have the same story, Rob. I was like, when I saw first saw Michelle, I was like, oh, <laughs> wow, she is hot, smart, yeah. funny. Who's that? Rob Reiner's wife. I'm like, fuck him. Yeah. Fuck maybe him. I'll maybe I'll Fuck maybe I'll him. move in. He doesn't eat pussy like I do. I'm gonna get her. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I said, Rob. It hasn't worked out yet. Yeah, but the night is young. <laughs> what? Good luck. No, <laughs> Stephanie. No. Why? What? Because I work in my basement. If Rob Reiner's Rob Reiner, whatever, Michelle. <laughs> Jesus, you shallow motherfucker. 
Listen, Rob. Yes, ma'am. You've often said if you win the Nobel Prize, they will write, Meathead wins the Nobel Prize. Right. Um, I think you will win the Nobel Prize. No. Because you're my hero. Uh, Did I ever tell you you're my hero? You're everything I wish and, I could and, be. And if, and I mean, if I, and meaning by that, by and, that, I mean meaning fucking Michelle Reiner. And, and if I divorce Michelle, I'd be more of your hero, right? <laughs> She was. She won't go for me. Suddenly, she'll just be like, "Oh, now you're with what the fuck? Who's that now? Jesus Christ!" Right? Who are we? Who are you looking at next? Never mind. Listen, Rob Reiner. Yes, what's going to happen in this? Oh, funky? okay. Let's just check our news alerts. Yeah, maybe. Maybe ah, he resigned. Nah, fuck no, he didn't what did resign. He say? What he did, no, say? no, 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 he didn't resign. Okay. What's going to happen next with this whole Mueller World War Three thing? Well, what's 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 happening, Rob? Well, Help it, us! It's gonna it's gonna take a little while, and I think uh, that he's going to go down. Fighting. Is he going to fire Mueller? Uh, he's going to try. I think he will try. He's going to fire Rosenstein. He's going to fire Sessions. It's not so easy to do because there's only a few ways that you can get rid of Mueller. One is to get Rosenstein to fire Mueller, or another is to get fire sessions and get another attorney general in there to file Mueller. And I don't think those people are going to do it. So then there's a third way, which is you could uh, rescind the rule in the justice department that sets up the special, uh, the special yeah. counsel rule. Yeah. And you could get that out of there and then directly fire him. But that's going to take a lot of legal wrangling. So I don't know that it's going to be so easy. Our friend but Malcolm he- Nance says it's, it's too late. This has already yeah. gone too far. Yeah, I, I they, don't. There's already too much evidence. Our, yeah, yeah. A, you know, our our allies already have too much intelligence. Yeah, yeah. This it's, is not going to stop if he no, fires. No, no, no. I think I think he's done, but he's going to go down fighting. He's going to go down fighting like crazy because all he knows is to fight. Everybody, he's feels like he's always under siege from everybody. He's always, you know, if you look at, you know, his brother. I mean, I don't want to get into psycho analyzing yeah, people. Yeah. His brother had an alcohol problem. His father treated his brother yeah. horrible, and he looked at that and said, "And now uh, he's given all of us an alcohol problem in America." Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, it's like mm-hmm. depression is either turned anger turned inward mm. or turned outward. Turned right. inward was his brother Fred, and he's turning it outward. Yeah, and he's taking it out on everybody. So he's going to fight like crazy. Yeah, to get to to not have this happen. But he's he's going to go down. He's yeah. going to go down. Yeah. Um. Thank you for that moment of clarity and hope, mm-hmm. Rob Reiner. And also, can we take a moment to say, fuck you, Donald Trump, fuck you, fuck you. Can you hear this? Fuck you and what you've done to our country. Rob, Um, I'm, I, you know how it is when you have a crush on people and you're just. You mean I, like my I, wife? I can't, no, I pretend that I, I'm just using Michelle to get to you. Because <laughs> you are my hero. Did I ever, I'll tell you. I'm my hero. Um. <laughs> Thank you. You and, Marty, you and Marty Short do the best Catherine Hepburns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, uh, yeah, uh, because you are my shining armor. Ah. <laughs> and uh, thank you for marriage equality. Thank you for, uh, even though you're a crazy, uh, successful, Emmy, uh, uh, whatever, goddamn Oscar winning, everything, that you still stay engaged in the fight with us. Well, and you, you don't have to. You don't have to give a shit. You know, yeah, but you, but you know something? I don't believe that anybody does anything altruistically. I don't believe yeah. that. I, I believe you do things because you like to do it and you want to do it. 
And so when I do something, it's not because, well, I could sit back and do it. I actually like the fight. And, you know, I'm How lucky. You... I'm lucky because Michelle is like me in that way. Yeah. And she's, you know, even more tenacious than I am, you yeah. know, and she gets me. Oh, going. no, she's been at our resistance dinner parties going one conversation. <laughs> We're having one conversation. I've right. never seen anyone make Nancy Pelosi cower except for Michelle Reiner. <laughs> She's like, okay, got it. Yeah, I give the gavel to Michelle Reiner. Um, well, you know why she says one conversation? It's because it's not like she wants to control the thing. It's because she doesn't want to miss anything. That's right. You know, there's a so and you, at your dinners, there are a lot of smart people around the table, and if they break off into little things, she's always feeling like she's missing something. Yeah, I just miss what Maxine Waters said to Malcolm Nance, and that's going to haunt me for the rest of my day. What did she say? Did you ever find out? Yes, I know. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, anyway, Rob. Uh, no, but thank you because I, that's the way you and I feel. We're nerds and we're sort of like, how can, but how can you not be yeah. political in this? Are literally our democracy is hanging in the balance. It really is. I mean, it really, I, it is. really we're not being no, no, no. Hysterical. This is, this is not, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, overly, uh, uh, you know, being, you know, uh, exaggeration, whatever it really is. I mean, you know, 241 years, we've never seen anything like this. We've never seen an attack on the media, uh, which is the fourth estate is a pillar of democracy. The Justice Department, the, 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 the FBI, uh, you know, the, the intelligence community. We've never seen anything like this. And the question is, will these things and we don't have any checks and balances. Yeah. It used to have where you had the, the Congress would be a check. They're not. They're not. So no. let's They're see. Complicit. They are at this point. But hopefully at, at a certain point. Uh, our 241 year history will be more important than, you know, uh, an election cycle. Rob, would you like to yell what you yell at the TV before we leave today? Would you like to yell? What do I yell at the TV? What do you? What does she yell at the TV, Michelle? What do I? And then like fuck Trump, like fuck you. I do Trump impressions to Trump. I do yell the man is an idiot. I yell that a lot. I yell the man is an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm, look. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When the Secretary of State says you're fucking calls you a fucking moron, that's it. That's a correction. We, been... That's the first news correction we've had in 2018. Literally on it on TV, uh, anchor was like, "Rex uh, did not call the president a moron. He called him a fucking moron." Yeah, yeah, and that's actually tr- true. Yeah, you know who was there? Whoever was there said yeah. that was the truth. Yeah, and so. What has then ever happened? Yeah. I mean, what? Alan Zweibel, sexy liberal in New York, was like, he just, he's an Emmy winning writer as I well. I love Alan. And he just Good yells friend. at the TV, fuck, 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 fuck. Why doesn't yeah. the Chiron just say fuck? Yeah. yeah. And and the thing that, that Michelle always points out is, you know, he says, you grab him by the pussy. You can grab him right. by the pussy. And, or he says, shithole countries. And a lot of times on TV, they blank it out because they don't want to say it. And we're saying, but they should say it because this is what the president is right, saying. Right. He is saying those things. This is things. why, speaking of Republicans, I want to marry Anna Navarro because uh, she yes. makes Wolf Blitzer stroke out uh, almost every other day. She's like, <laughs> she's Republicans. She's like, he says, grab it by the pussy. And the woman's like, my children are watching. Oh, really? Donald Trump can say pussy, but I cannot say pussy. Is that how it is? I can't say grab it by the pussy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh God. I, I'm having, I'm stroking out. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. You just say what he says. Yeah. He says shithole countries. It's the first president. We had to tell our kids, don't yeah. watch this. Don't be this. Yeah. Don't watch this. 
I, I, I mean, is... I mean, if you if you took a list of the things you know from you know attacking McCain, attacking the Gold Star family, yeah. shithole. I mean, you put it. You think, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. What human being is does this? Don't, as a '70s TV star, don't you feel like this is Fonzie jumping the shark? But like, we're way past that now. Oh like, no, okay, no, he's this ju- is not fucking funny anymore. No, no, no. He <laughs> he jumped the shark a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, he just keeps jumping. It's got, you know, it's like don't normalize them. Don't you know? It's like how do you deal with this? Yeah. You see people like Nicole Wallace, who I have tremendous respect for, yeah. and she she is like, you know, her head is going to explode every time you watch it. You're you know, people who are are principled people their heads start exploding with steve schmidt i mean you can't get over this what yeah. is this yeah um rob reiner if I, you'd yes. like to end with a primal scream okay. and a and a plug for your next movie that'd be fantastic. oh yeah well shock and awe shock and awe it's yeah. coming out uh, in, yeah. in june oh my god the good old days the the bush administration remember everybody remember yeah. how fantastic that was yeah right remember when we had a really smart eloquent president that didn't get us into unnecessary <laughs> well, let, wars yeah. let's well, I mean, he, he his policy. So it's a warm, fuzzy, like Stand by Me. It's yeah. a warm, fuzzy, nostalgic movie. Yeah, right, right. Listen, uh, Bush, you know, was horrible with Iraq. There's nothing. Trump so far, hopefully, doesn't do anything as bad as that. But he was a genius compared to, yeah. to in yeah. terms of his, yeah. you know, ability yeah. to speak. All right, English. pop up, fuck Trump. Okay, fuck Trump. I, okay, Rob, do you feel better? Yeah, fuck. God damn it. Rob fucking Reiner, everybody. Holy yes, shit. Yes. Rob yes, Reiner. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'll have what he's having. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Rob Reiner did our first Ooh. free oh, happy God. hour. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> right there. His mother will have what we're having. <laughs> Rob Reiner. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I've been hunkering for quite some time in this uh, lockdown. Yes. Yes. I'm totally hungered and losing what's left of the very little shizzle that I had. I need a little pick-me-up. For me, it's Plexiderm because I still, right, you're still not away from the outside world. You're doing Zoom calls. You're doing FaceTime. You're doing Instagram photos, whatever you're doing. You're wearing a mask, and that kind of puts the emphasis on your eyes. On your eyes. That's the last thing is you want to feel worse about yourself. It's just a little pick-me-up. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum, gives your appearance the right kind of changes, visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in minutes. Uh, Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, crow's feet. It takes 10 years off your appearance. I'm telling you, in like 10 minutes, I put it on every morning. Highly recommend it. Uh, listen, I appreciate all the you look young comments. Plexidoim. Uh, try it. I do it every morning. Get a six-day application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping if you want to see. Yeah. I'm telling you, it works. Uh, go to <laughs> B-U-I-P-L-X dot com. That's Biplex dot com slash voices. Or you can call them 800-685-1292 and say the code voices. Order today. Shipping's free. Backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, what do you have to lose except all that <laughs> under your eyes? Okay. B-U-I-P-L-X dot com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices. Uh,